The following podcast has been rated TVMA, NSFW, R, and NC-17, so it is not safe for kids. Put your children to bed. You spend enough time with them anyway. Times are getting a little easier these days, but that don't mean taking time for yourself needs to. When you want a drink, you want to work for it. That's why I only drink Malort. Its unusual full-bodied flavor of deck varnish and viper piss is a taste savored by two-fisted drinkers. So if you think your two fists are strong enough, why not grab yourself a shot of the only booze big enough to knock some sense right back into you? Jepson's Malort. It'll kick your ass for you, so you can take time taking her easy. Proud sponsor of Chad the Birdcast, which is what you're listening to right now. Chicago, you're back! I would say online, but you were never offline. And if you're in line with city guidelines, that means it's fine to get out and get together again! But even though the social climate has changed doesn't mean the actual climate is fine. You're still in a crisis due to climate change. Sorry to bust a party, but fear not, there's still hero power. The goal is simple. Create affordable, accessible, and easy ways for more people to support clean energy. All you gotta do, sign up today, and they will match 100% of your electricity use with Green E certified renewable energy certificates generated by wind farms in Illinois. Nothing changes with your service. There's nothing to install. You continue to pay ComEd. The only difference is now ComEd pays Hero Power for the supply portion of your bill, and they send that money to local wind farms. It takes less than two minutes to sign up, even less if you have your ComEd bill next to your text in hand. You can cancel anytime, no termination fees, and hey, you say you heard this from Chad the Bird, that's me, and they'll take $25 off your next electricity bill. That's a deal even 2020 couldn't kill. Hero Power customers have already funded over 5 million kilowatt hours of clean electricity, so get in there and do your part! Go to MyHeroPower.com right now and support clean energy, because you're back, you made it. Now let's, you know, keep the place clean. Ugh, it's so hot. It's the summer. I know, climate change, also real. No, this is not another commercial. I'm talking to you now. Directly. My name is Chad. I'm a bird. You're listening to my podcast. Now you're caught up. What's going on with you? You feeling you feeling good? How are you? How are you? Weird question. Not a fan of said question. Cause like when someone goes, hey, how are you? I'm immediately like, um, like tall, uh, temperature-wise, uh, gravity's working. I don't know. Like we're what do you what information do you want? I think what it's become colloquially is that we are just going, "Hey, I see you. Hey, I acknowledge you. Hey, we're existing together." I feel like that's a better thing to say. Although, if somebody came up to me on the street and was like, "Hey, we're existing together." I'd be like, "Neat." But yeah, seriously, how are you doing? <laughs> so what happened this week? Um the new Anthony Bourdain documentary came out, directed by straight-up pro Morgan Neville. Uh, he did um, the Mr. Rogers one. So you know it's going to be a light, breezy affair that, that will leave no lasting marks on you. The movie's called Roadrunner, and uh, very good from what I hear, but I also hear some things that aren't super great about it, and we're going to talk about it live from the Green Mill. 
I don't want to give too much away, otherwise, what's the point? So, like, strap in, because it's going to be a, a bit of a, it's a side swipe, it's a twist. It's like a whole, like, oh, fuck, it was you the whole time? Low-key fucking finale. We'll get into that some other time. I don't really want to do it now. Although, did enjoy. Have notes. But did enjoy. Anyway. Let's go live to me, recorded on July 17th, 2021, already in progress. I can't promise that you like me, cause it could go downhill. I can't promise that you love me. Probably will. All right, here we are, people. Vaccinated, castellated, animated, and graduated from a fucking pandemic. Good game. We made it thus far. Let's close the browsers, drink for hours, and hit the showers. Good hustle out there, everybody. Seriously, Taylor, you were masked up like a Mortal Kombat character. Way to stick to it. Rian, I love the effort. The Zoom was always open to chat, and your TikTok is fire. You're the heart of the team, broski. Little Trevor, buddy, you slid through this pandemic like a stick of butter, man. No one could touch you, literally, because you never left your place. And if it wasn't for the annual updates on your Facebook, we thought you were dead. Way to Matt Damon Martian this thing. We're going to be unstoppable this year, people, because we got our heads forward, feet under our hips, shoulders back and down, locked and loaded with sweet, tasty science. We're going to regionals, baby. Great Lake regionals. <laughs> At least that's how it feels sitting outside in the sun, tacos and pink drinks outside of O'Callaghan's, O'Shaughnessy's, O'Neill's, or wherever the fuck you are in Southport. It's a feeling of accomplishment and an alleviation of anxiety because for that one second, whilst the spicy avocado aioli is drizzling through your fingers, making the southwestern steak wrap you ordered look like it's taking a righteous shit on your sweet potato fries. <laughs> you kind of feel like you won the game. So since we're all gonna feel that way, let's go all the way and tighten some shit up and prep for the next game. Okay, take a knee. First off, we're going to stop asking servers what's good. Because the answer is nothing or everything. Decent restaurants make the same five dishes six different ways. And that's what you're paying for. So if one of them is total ass, they all will be. Also, we're not going to ask for a recommendation. Just go online and read up on the menu. You got the time. You're literally on your phone right now. Second off, no more iced coffees. You either like coffee or you don't. Do you know how I know that you don't like coffee? Because you have to cool it off and put shit in it. Go get a chai tea like an adult and we're going to move past it. And thirdly, accept that death is inevitable because you still haven't. Also, ups to whoever wooed death. This guy gets it. 
And it makes sense why we haven't, because death sucks, I hate it. Like what else is there to say? I mean, it can be a good thing, it can be a great thing. Are you currently being eaten ass first by a shark? It's probably best that goes down sooner rather than later. Is the asteroid about to hit the Earth, obliterating everyone and everything? Hopefully it's over faster than that jug of tequila I will be currently tanking. Otherwise, it's gonna get real dramatic. Stuck on a road trip with someone whose favorite movie is Disney's Pocahontas, and yes, they know it's not historically accurate, but the music is just so beautiful. Let's listen to it again. I'm not saying the only other option is to throw yourself out of the car in glorious defiance, mocking God, but it's not the worst option. <laughs> Death has its place in the world and has had it longer than you've been worrying about it. And yet, out of all the normal, twitchy, gooey, churny things the body does, it's still the hardest one to accept. And it makes sense why. We don't know what happens to us happening. There's no clear way to know how and when you're going to experience it. And those left behind miss us uncontrollably. Death sucks. I hate it. But it's happening as we're happening. And we got to accept it. On July 16th, 2021, a new documentary was released to movie theaters. And hey, holy shit, we get to go to them. Oscar-winning documentary producer-director Morgan Neville. He's got, like several day wreckers in his fucking uh, arsenal, like Won't You Be My Neighbor, 20 Feet From Stardom, and Beauty Is Embarrassing. So just know that the man is a pro. <laughs> Announced in 2019, he'd be directing a new film about the life of, and career of world-renowned author, chef, and traveler, Anthony Bourdain. The film would explore his complicated life and circumstances surrounding his suicide in 2018. You know, light, refreshing summertime <laughs> entertainment. In the film, Neville interviews chefs, reporters, and friends and family, which is, of course, how you do it. Doing a documentary about somebody who's a personal guru and a hero to people across the entire fucking globe is a sensitive thing and definitely something that's going to make post-show drinks super fucking awkward. But, you know, <laughs> you know that going in. And he also did the Mr. Rogers doc. So, like I said, guy's a pro. Plus, like, a documentary is a pretty great way to be memorialized because somebody got you to play yourself in a movie about you. <laughs> we should all wish for the privilege. And yet, this movie comes out to controversy, which seeing is how we all survived 2020 should not really be a surprise, but this one kind of stings. Turns out, during the film, during a particularly deep meditation, when Morgan Neville films artist and personal friend of Anthony Bourdain's, David Cho, reading an email that Bourdain had sent to Cho before he passed, David Cho's voice fades into Anthony Bourdain's reading that email. Quote, and my life is sort of shit now. You're successful, I am successful, and I'm wondering, are you happy? Now, the New Yorker's Helen Rosner found that to be a little sus. And she, quote, asked Neville, how on earth he'd found a recording of Bourdain reading his own email. Turns out, he didn't. Neville used a deepfake AI to recreate Anthony Bourdain's voice. Quote, for the purposes of bringing that emailed sentence to life. He did it a few other times in the movie that he won't mention. And when confronted about this Lovecraftian, absolutely cursed move to resurrect Anthony Bourdain's voice via computer, he said, and I quote, 
if you watch the film, other than that line you mentioned, you probably don't know what the other lines are that was spoken by the AI, and you're not going to know. We can have a documentary ethics panel about it later. End quote. So, yeah, bad call. How do I know it was a bad call? Because he said it right there at the end. The only time anyone ever says that they can, quote, have an ethics panel about something is when they're clearly aware that they may have done something to necessitate an ethics panel. And therefore, Your Honor, know they fucked up. And yeah, I hear you. Using computers to bring the dead back to life is V90s and not new. Can we all remember the Tupac hologram disaster of 2014? (laughs) Now, do I think that using AI to deepfake Anthony Bourdain makes Morgan Neville a literal necromancer and therefore she'll be hunted by the Netherworld's dominions, <laughs> resulting in him spending an eternity on a mountain of regret with his balls forever nibbled by shame snakes? <laughs> yes, but that's not the point. The point is, why would somebody do that? And it's always about why post-2020, because what is kind of moot? What is what people just do now. (laughs) We got to start asking why. It is safe to assume, so don't freak out, nobody's getting asked here, that because assuming makes an ass out of you and me, do I have to explain this? (laughs) I'm saying it's safe to assume so nobody's getting asked. It's wordplay. Go with me. Go with me. (laughs) It is safe to assume that Morgan Neville did it because he's dramatic and wanted a poignant moment about somebody passing from existence. Like I said, he's a pro. But why is it not enough to have somebody reading the last email sent to them by a friend before they took their own life not poignant enough? Why do we need to artificially reanimate this person to drive that point home? We live in an age of reboots, digital de-aging, and Paul Rudd. Why can't... We just be cool with our existence being finite. Not saying it's always bad. Disney's got the right rules because, like, most of their digital Frankenstein shit is cosmetic. Oh, and also the actor is still alive. So bring on more Star Wars and Marvel. But there is something super sinister about this kind of CGI freakness. And it comes from Respect for the Dead, best tweeted by Octavia Busia Bourdain, Bourdain's ex-wife and executor of his estate. Quote, I certainly was not the one who said Tony would have been cool with that. (laughs) It's as if Morgan Neville didn't think it was enough that Bourdain's life affected people. He needed to go back in time, grab him, and have him because death was not enough. Death is never enough. But after all we've seen and experienced, you think we agree that the experience is all you need to say. It is its own statement. It doesn't need ghosts to make a point because we happen. Life happens. Happening happens. You can't go back and do it again, at least as far as we know. They're doing some shit at CERN right now that's under (laughs) curtains. Obviously time travel. Why would they hide it? What else could it be? (laughs) But death is enough, so no need to add any more to it. The game is simple. And now we can get back out and play it. So hydrate, stretch, focus, 
and go out and win. That's why we're here. All right, break's over. Taylor, you're on hand washing. Rian, you're going to need to monitor the booze cabinet because we took on a, a weird schedule now. And little Trevor, just keep the tunes going. We got this. Here we go on three. One, two, three. Here we go. Special thanks to the Barrera Kudas for their kick-ass song, Promises. That's what you're hearing under me right now, making a soft pillow for me to rest my weary face. Thank you to the dual twins of power and might. I'm still working on it. Hero Power and Malort for keeping my lights on and making me supercharged and in beast mode. Thank you to Jacob Serio for recording me. Thank you to the Green Mail Lounge for having me and to the Paper Machete for being my perch. Thank you to you for listening. Thank you to everyone. Just thank everyone you see. Thank you. I don't know if I'm going to see the movie. I don't know. Um, it's kind of a bummer knowing that that's in there, but I do love a good documentary. Plus, like I said, it's fucking hot out because just hit the mic with my face. Oh man, well now it's hot and I'm in pain. Oh hey podcast people, it's Chad the Bird. And this is a commercial for something super cool that you should totally get into. But why me? And why you? Well here's the deal, I have a brand new show in the works just for you that will hearken you back to a time before when things were random and all bets were off. When Ecto Cooler roamed the land and you would wake up early on Saturday mornings. Remember those days? It's been too long since we've had reason and now here I am with you and that reason. And that reason is a brand new live action show starring me and an army of comedians, musicians, writers, actors, celebs, and randos streaming right into your desktop on Saturday mornings live. TV used to be wild, free, untamed by plot and point, remember? When it was just whatever the hell you got, like Halloween candy. Sometimes it's chocolate, sometimes it's a pack of chalky bullshit. Either way, that's the game. My new show will stack your pumpkin bucket with random comedy, music, spoken word, and whatever the hell people give me into 20 minutes of prime internet escape written and performed by the best of the best and the best we can afford right into your home Saturday mornings live. So join me, Chad the Bird, and donate to my Patreon now to bring back the good old days of nonsense to your Saturday mornings. Funding will help produce and maintain a monthly show that we hope to turn into a bi-monthly show, and hey, you go all ham on this and we'll go weekly. Take back your Saturday mornings, reclaim random, and give me money. Chad the Bird is my name, and my new show is all for you, podcast people. So click the link and get in on it. Is that good?